Who's your daddy? Boom! We are off with another episode of Booze Your Daddy, the podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Alan Snyder. Zach is on vacation, so I'm replacing one Jew face for another. Enter Ron Cash. What's up, buddy? Hey, how you doing, Doc? I know, I, I can't can't call you that. I'm sorry. I'm great, Alan. How are you? I do appreciate that you put your name here as one word, Ron Katz. <laughs> That's who I am on this. When I'm listening, I'm always Ron Katz. That's it. There you go. Booze Your Daddy, the podcast. Tuesdays, we do it live. Saturdays, we post it later. People are telling a friend, share the episodes. We're getting some love. We're on different platforms. People, wherever you're watching this, just go ahead, hit the like, hit subscribe, download us, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We're coming up to our 200th episode, which I may wet myself. I don't know how I'm going to celebrate, but we'll do something fun for that. We have a great episode planned for today. I am very excited to get through this. Ron Katz is our number one fan, so I don't think I need to explain anything. So let's just get into the show. Ron Katz, why don't you tell everybody what you are drinking? After a couple of weekends ago, when and I was getting a lot of grief from Alan and Zach, justifiably so. I was out at my brother's uh, drinking from Barry Cat's Back of the Fridge Brewery, some really old stuff from, well, put it this way, not this year. I decided to go out and treat myself to a Brooklyn lager, of course, the amber lager, because, you know, reds and amber is the only way to go. That's what I got here. What is it? 6.6, I think, percent. 16 ounces of this should do me fine. Love it. Would you care to ask me what I'm drinking? Come on. Oh, and, and what are you imbibing? <laughs> what is it that's just tickling your tonsils today. I appreciate you doing your best Zach Elias impression because he generally <laughs> just rambles. He goes, E2? Like, what are you drinking? Like, I care. <laughs> I'm curious how this is going to go. This is another one of my holiday four packs that I gave to my buddy Stevie. Founded in Asbury Park by local musicians and beer freaks, Asbury Park Brewery Dragon Juice. Like the hammer of the gods, dragon juice comes from the dragon part. Classic New England style IPA is 8% alcohol. So I am going to see how this You'll goes. You'll be pretty shicker by the end of the night. 8%. What's dragon for you? But- Release the Kraken! Cheers, buddy. There we go. Look Thanks for filling in me. Mm. You know, you had told me when we had talked about your travels that your brother, Bearcats, yep. is a big Corona guy and you gave him a lot of shit. Now, yeah. I have a problem with that. I love Coronas. I'm actually getting into like a Mexican lager with sea salt. It's just fantastic. Drink those seques. No, I want more of the clear bottle, you know, because the clear bottle actually does something to the beer where mm-hmm. I think we talked about this on air, but have you ever had a yingling in a can? It's far better because the green bottle doesn't preserve beer yes. as well. And at the same time, Corona in a can, absolutely horrible. You remember, I, I got you some stuff from Broken Bow Brewery up in Westchester. When I lived in Westchester, I went in there. Broken Bow is actually the name of a town out in Nebraska. And this family moved here to the East Coast. They're, the guy's hobby was making beer. Then he lost his job. He moved here for the job. They lost his job. You can figure out how I met him. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, but by the way, check out our back catalog, Ron, the HR guy, episode 30. Yeah, Great episode. Like so they start, he started making beer full time. Time. And then his wife was helping him and his kids, and he opened up Broken Bow Brewery, B-O-W, with the slogan, if it ain't broken, don't drink it. That was the stuff that I got you a yeah, few six-packs of. Didn't you get me a few six-packs? You got me, I think, two four-packs, maybe. Maybe but it two four-packs, something like it was, that. It was good. Now, I do have to make a confession about Coronas. I don't know if anybody knows this, not even my roommate. This may be early canon for Pisha Do, pretty much because I'm super lazy. I have decided that just going out and getting limes is more work than I want to do. Even when I am staying home and having anything that requires lime juice or a fresh lime, I have the biggest bottle of lime juice that I keep in the fridge. I will have a Corona. I will then take the lime juice and go, glug, glug, glug. is that bad or resourceful? Bad. <laughs> 
It's it, bad, right? Well, I, it, okay, but what's worse, if you had one of those little plastic limes and you just said, Oh, well, no, I wouldn't do that because I actually looked at the cost of it and it's just way cheaper to get the bigger one. Oh, hell yeah. Help me out. Riddle me this. Yes. You're a doctor as much as I am for the sake of this conversation. <laughs> yeah, right. Limes and lemons, it adds sugar and sweetness and whatever you're going to do. I have two bottles of each, zero calories, zero sugar. How is that a thing? I don't know. Fructose doesn't have calories. Fructose? Fructose. Fructose. What? How are you? <laughs> I only know lactose, okay? <laughs> no, dextrose. That's another one. Right. I well, hated science. That was absolutely my, my second oh, worst subject. Go ahead. Ask me what was my worst. Everything else. Oh, here we go. Recess and Jib, the two good ones. <laughs> no, I sucked at those too. I was little. I was a runt growing up. I believe that. Well, yeah. you made up for it in life, right? I did. I caught up. Had a late growth spurt. Episode 194. Calling this one the next generation. We will not be talking about Star Trek, but Ron and I clearly have a big generational gap between us where I used to be the young guy and things. I mean, I remember forging my parents' signature to play a adult hockey because I wasn't old enough. I'm the guy now when I play a team, it's generally like, hey, what year were you born in? And they go 2000. I'm like, I don't finish the sentence. I don't want to hear the rest of it. You and I have enough age different stuff that I'm starting to reach that we're like, I remember when. Yeah. It's getting really, really bad. There was just a couple of things that I wanted to talk about where generational differences. Now, this has come up recently a couple of times because my buddy Stevie, he just told me his son, by the way, happy going back to school for everybody like my sister, Shelby, people who Stevie's telling me like, oh, I bought my son. I think he's nine now. A bunch of jerseys as like a new going to school. I was like, oh, cool. Which ones did you get? Assuming it would be Yankees or Knicks or Giants, which are his three favorite teams. And he again goes, a John Morant jersey, who's a Grizzly. He goes, Mm -hmm. I got a Jamar Chase for the Bengals. And I was like, wait, what? He goes, dude, those are his favorite players. This also came up in another conversation where somebody started saying, but I don't know what the Yankees are doing right now, but not having a good week. Eight is enough as the TV show used to say. So oh. I'm texting my buddy out in Seattle who's a diehard Yankees fan and we're on a group chain and we, I was like, how is your son doing? Because his son is a huge Yankees fan or at least we thought so. It's like, do we need to take his shoelaces away? And he goes, you'd be surprised that he's more into Judge than he is into the Yankees and the same way he's more into Otani and he couldn't care less about the Angels and Corbin Carroll because uh, Corbin Carroll went to the same, I think, Little League program or something. So my buddy's kid has like three favorite players and I'm starting to pick up on this generational difference and I'm curious of your thoughts? People caring more about players than teams? I think so. My day? Well, first of all, the players didn't change. I mean, before free agency, you were locked into a team forever. But it was in the 70s, people started rooting for the laundry. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, it was the uniform. I was a huge hockey fan, too. Growing up, I could tell you everybody on the Rangers couldn't name three players. Hendrick Lundquist is gone. I'm sunk. I got nothing. I would still watch it. Do you pick it up in the playoffs, you're saying? Or you're just like, I don't care anymore because the players change too much? I can't keep track of it. It's just, all the players change so much they move around and in basketball's worse they're basically picking their own teams now of who do you want to play with it's true Um, this is why you could name changed maybe one or two players a year at least for the yankees because they were winning but through the 60s after 1964 yeah then the yankees were a revolving door like everybody else and that's when you started rooting for the laundry what are your thoughts are you like i don't want to say are you okay with this or like are you into it Do, do you get it like what do you think i know i like it when they say i was so pissed when Andy Pettit left because he was a Yankee. Uh-huh. He never should have gone to the Astros. I don't care if Houston's your hometown and you were pissed at the Yankees for some... Everyone's so touchy. You insulted me. You dissed me. Pfft, I'm taking the next best nickel. No, I hate that. I love that the core four or the fab five, whichever, when they decide to include Bernie, the core never. four. It's done. It's done. Yeah. Although it's very fun. The Yankees just called up a whole bunch.
bunch of kids today. I, I saw that. They're all trash. Don't don't get too excited. I'm not. Other than Volpe, who, by the way, I love Volpe. Terrific. Volpe, a rookie, 22 years old, is leading the Yankees in RBIs this year. 50. Yeah, not great. Yeah. All right. Before we lose anybody more with Yankee talk here. So that was another. <laughs> how, do you, how are the Orioles doing this year? <laughs> every, oh, every pitch. Uh, you have no idea. <laughs> like, I know screen time is bad for little kids. We watch the games together and I'm like, I don't care. I hope he gets brain cancer from watching the Orioles win the World Series. No, that is okay, good. I actually don't. But but you know what I mean? Like, yes. And you, oh. got, you got it. You have to start breaking him in early. Oh, I was God. I was five years old. My brother told me we're Yankee fans. I said, why? He punched me in the arm. He said, because we're Yankee fans. <laughs> I had a choice to keep getting punched in the arm or say, yeah, that's when I became a Yankee fan. I was five years old. I had no idea what we were talking about. Love it. The other big generational thing that I don't know if I've ever said this to you, or at least on this podcast, my lines are every generation thinks that their music was good and the one before them stunk. Growing up, like with me, my dad has that where he's like, oh, 50s music is good or anything after certainly is no good, right? But then for me, like, I like the 50s. I like the 70s. I like the 90s. Even into the 2000s, I don't know what's going on with music these days. Like, I was just at kickboxing and they play this music and I'm sitting there going like, eat my what? Like a fish stick? What the hell are they talking about? (laughs) It's No, the 50s music was good. Okay. But really, it was lyrics-wise, it sucked. The 60s. That's what I grew up with. The 60s, early 70s. But you're going to lose this because you're going to eventually come to the 90s and go, it wasn't good. And I'm going to be like, no, 90s music is fantastic. No, it wasn't fantastic. It wasn't. Oh, it was crazy. better than late set when the disco, please. No. The thing that made 90s music fantastic was 80s music. I disagree. The fact when they took away the synthesizer and put in grunge and guitar. It, again, this is a generational thing. Mm-hmm. Even like my nephew who's 11, he'll be like, hey, have you heard this song? And he'll put on something. I'm like, yeah, dude, that was from when I was in high school. Like, yes. Come, come on. Come on. When my kids discovered, my kids are all closer to your age. Mm-hmm. When they discovered Bo Rap, as they call it, it's like Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, yes. Bo Rap. And it's, so... it's like, excuse me, mine. No, Queen was right? ours. Yeah, no, there's definitely a lot of that with the generational stuff. So anyway, those were two things that I kind of thought about these next generation. But the other thing that I'm noticing, and we talked about this a little bit last night with Broadcats, you are living your best life right now. Go ahead and preach. Honestly, <laughs> like, you know, people between saving money or not planning or whatever it is, I hope that everybody in this world gets a summer like your and your beautiful wives 2023. Yeah, this this year worked out way from better the, than from any- the get-go, by the way. January on. Oh, yeah, that, that was a good... What were we down in Cancun? Something. I can't remember what. Yeah. I was drinking a lot that weekend, so, you know, people kept you. bringing me beverages on the beach. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this summer, I absolutely said it. I said, I have worked since I was 15 years old on the books. And even then it was, I shouldn't have been on the books. Like you, you forge your parents' signature. Yeah. To get, you know, I lied. I wasn't, you had to be 16 to get working papers in New York state. I started working when I was 15. You know, he just slipped me an envelope of cash once a week. And that's, you know, summers through school, the whole bit. This summer, I said, I took a month off four weeks in a row. First time ever. I had one year when I worked at the bank and I had five weeks of vacation and I took five days off. Everything else, I was finding other work to do. You reach that point where it's like, yes, we went to Sicily for two weeks. Best cannoli in the world. Canolo. Rita did, you mean? (laughs) Yeah, she did too. She actually... (laughs) Oh, you're going to pay for that one. Uh, Not from me, by the way. There's a monastery or it used to be a monastery in Palermo and they had been making cannoli for 700 years. They finally finished it after 700 years? Yes, Yes, they finally perfected the recipe best cannoli you 
will ever have. It was incredible. And then we went to the other side of the island visiting. She still has family there. They live in the same house where her grandfather was born in 1875. That's how wow. they do things over there. Beautiful. So then Sicily, then better than having a country place of your own is going having, to somebody else's. Having yeah, place friends. To to. Yeah. Yes. Don't Almost. buy a pool. Have a friend that has a pool. Three of the last four weekends, we were away. Went up to the mountains to the lakes. Went up to the mountains in Massachusetts. Went out to the beach. But you got to do that. You have to at a certain point. And then I come back and I went to work. <laughs> yeah, but you're going to do this again next year or, or two years or something. You're going to keep this train a moving. Oh, yeah. It's called the back nine. I didn't want to say it. Yeah, well, yeah. It's that You know, look, I haven't played golf since I was about 19 years old, but I know what back nine means. Shout out to the Simon Schnitzers and Samanda. People joining the live podcast. It's always so, so much fun. Oh, yeah. I can't believe I... Happy belated birthday, Tanta Marlene. Sorry. I, I know <laughs> She should be counting week. her days. She's going to be seeing me in a couple of weeks. Get to see the kid. It's going to be... Ooh. We have the whole mishpucha coming for Rosh Hashanah. Oh, my... You're hosting? Get the fuck out of here. No, we're going to... Oh, okay. A, that's it, because that's really dumb. It's like... The last, day. No, I last thing it. you want when you have a newborn in the house is all the family descending there. You know, other than the bris, maybe. That's the only time. Do you have you bris? Know, no. Not you personally. Oh, no, no, no. We had the doctor do it at the hospital just to take care of it nice and easy. And Smart. I don't know the next... Oh, Shelby's birthday is tomorrow. Thank the Lord. I'm like, oh my God, I forgot his birthday. But <laughs> Happy birthday tomorrow, Shell. Cannolis. Yes. I went to my live fantasy football draft. We're going to be talking a little fantasy football next week. At least oh, the by the way, team fantasy name. football is the other thing that screwed up allegiances because everybody was rooting for the player instead of the team because of all the I fantasy I always sports. root for Ravens, my fantasy team. And then just because I, I have a couple of fantasy teams, so I generally have a rooting interest or betting interest in just about every game, but I'm never going to be like, all right, I need Joe Burrow to throw a touchdown, but then the Ravens still win by one. Like, no, 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 no. Ravens, Ravens, Ravens. Like, that's yes, my thing. you got So to. we did a live draft where, you know, put the stickers on the board and everything, which it's Ooh. always fun to do every now and then after the first couple picture, like, oh my God, get this over with. Yes. But I don't like going empty handed. And my one buddy who threw it, uh, shout out Billy, went up, drove up to Montclair and we did this whole live draft. He's like, oh, I got food. I got hamburgers. And I'm like, I'm not coming empty handed. We took Milo for a walk the other day. There's a local bakery and then where I am at the beach, by the way, it's not a walking town by any stretch, mm-hmm. but there's a huge plaza like right on the next block. Beautiful bakery. I go in there. I was like, I was going to get some cookies or something. I'm not really a big sweets guy. And the only thing I could really look and find, I was like, oh, they have like little mini cannolis. You know what? It's cheap. It's easy. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. So I go in and I said, how many cannolis come to an order? The lady goes, we sell them singular. So tell me how much you want. I said, well, is there a deal if I get a couple? She goes, no, they're $2.25 a piece. I was like, oh my God. Dude, by the way, we're talking like $2.25. Yeah, I said, what's a normal order for a group of like six guys? She's like, I don't know. like A dozen. A dozen or so. And then I almost asked a baker's dozen, but the, there was a line behind me. So I said, let me let me not do that. So we get the order going. She goes, do you want powdered sugar? I'm like, ah, put on half of them. Okay. Then do you want sprinkles on your cannoli? And I thought um, to myself, but sprinkles? Well, I, I don't this think is not a, This is not an Italian bakery. I, I think it may have been, but I said, why would you put sprinkles on a cannoli? She explains, well, normally you put pistachio Right. on a cannoli, but we don't have that. Basically, to save posterity, we put green sprinkles on the cannoli, which I was like, oh, that, that is, is the, the stupidest. Oh uh, my do- God, no. Could you no. also do it on half of them for me, please? Oh, <laughs> you didn't. All- people I was with, nobody. Yeah, D'Amico's house I was at, he didn't know or care. He's not really Italian. I don't care. He's, he's D'Amico, the best. I don't li- care. You're not Italian. No, the ones that we had in Sicily, one side is dipped in crushed pistachio, the other side is dipped in chocolate chips, and those are the only things. And by the way, if you're doing it for the next day, 
day. Don't do the powdered sugar. It won't even be there the next day. It'll all be absorbed. Well, I didn't take... I'm sorry. Three... I, it says Ron Katz, 45 years with that Sicilian in the other room. I can tell you a lot about it. Yes. The absolutely. spicy meat the ball. Uh, hey, be careful there. She'll kill you in your sleep. Make it look like an accident. Uh, look, I was bringing these to a place, so I don't know what happened to them. I took some of the spicy chicken tenders home. That was my contribution to it. So I just thought the cannoli thing was kind of funny. Yeah. Ron, I don't have to explain anything on this show. So I guess no, I've I'm just- seen it once or twice. I guess I'm just curious. Are you jerky? Are you feeling quirky? <laughs> do, you, do you have something that piqued your interest in the last week? I was looking for something. I, I said, I think I am the jerk. I could find, I mean, other than- Not a single story in the news that you were like, oh, Jesus, Fukushima, what'd you do? <laughs> no, the only thing, and you talk, you, you sank my, my battleship last week, just what they've been doing out in Maui. I mean, the, you know, at least one guy had the decency to resign. The one who didn't think to sound the freaking alarm. Oh, um, you know, that, other than that, I was looking for a few things. It occurred to me, and you know, let me see, when did I start looking? I don't know, about 7.45, I said, oh, damn, I should have something jerky. <laughs> I got nothing. I found, you know, I'm the jerk here because I didn't prepare enough for that. That's um, okay. You know what? You're always having a place in my heart so yeah, well skip. I, I did prepare my trivia for you i'll do that oh, later we got yeah. some trivia i'm excited for so then let's moving on to the next session hey ron katz what you watching just finished the second season of lincoln lawyer oh my god that's also my what you're watching yes it's it's where are you so far you- okay we're like two or three episodes in and i give that show <laughs> no Three episodes into the first season, and I'm, okay, I am going to keep watching because we have nothing else until football starts, but can we just tell everybody a little bit about it, which is, the first thing is, why is it called Lincoln Lawyer? Yeah, because he drives a, well, he drives a Lincoln. (laughs) His shtick is, he does his best work being driven around in a Lincoln. That is the dumbest fucking premise for a show. Well, he wasn't being driven around originally, but he carries all his files in the back of the Lincoln, which is why he needs a stupid stupid. You want to poke holes in it? He's got two. He's got the big like 1960s Jew canoe with, you know, you've heard the expression. You know, it's powder blue convertible and then he's got the navigator. Well, where are your files? They're in the back of both cars so Uh... we got a problem there. They just keep fleshing it out with the driver. Now he sits in the back. He used to be All right, I'm three episodes in. Be be careful now. So we're going to keep going. Three episodes into season one? To season one. We're just getting it going. My issue with this show is it was another Shelby and Andrew recommended show. This show should be on USA. Like, it suits. This guy's uh, better than Matthew McConaughey, who I can't stand. Originally, there was a movie called The Lincoln Lawyer. Wait, was Matthew- it the same shtick? He also had to be in a Lincoln? Yeah. Uh, all right, I feel less bad making fun sucked. of it, though. I'm sorry. Show's Matthew McConaughey hands, they were driving the Lincolns off of the cliff. I mean, it was terrible. And then the other thing, because you're right, it's a wasteland out there right now. Okay, this comes with an explanation. Oh, Madam Jesus. Secretary, we never watched it when it was on, but it's on Netflix. T. Leone is my hall pass, so... She also lives next door to you. She lives the Upper West Side? Oh, yeah. I gotta go. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait, Lincoln Lawyer, they made a book out of that, your wife says? Good for them. No, so we're watching Madam Secretary. That's the other thing we're watching. Uh, Next Generation, episode 194. This is the original generation right now. Yeah, we're going way back. We've tried a bunch of things. I tried a thing called Fisk, which is an Australian TV. It's this woman gets divorced, goes back to being a lawyer. It's supposed to be a sitcom. Best thing about it is it's 30 minutes long. So if you want that, to watch that always it, help. That 
always helps sometimes. And you're just yeah, like, it's, o- it's over quick. And that's, like, have- that's my argument for, like, I just found out Abbott Elementary is coming back. It's not great. It's inner city, the office at a school. It's 20 I minute hate, episodes. I hate those mockumentaries. I could never watch The Office. No, 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 no. Oh, 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 do me, do me. Go ahead. And you, we got- what are you watching? No, no, no. I said Lincoln Lawyer. We're done with that. So, okay. fleshing out something that we talked about before we went live. Ron, that's what she said. T W S S. Okay. I got to be honest. I've never heard. Actually, maybe I heard it like it kind of was gaining some steam. And then if you said to me, give me the origin of TWSS, I would say The Office, like Michael Scott. You're telling me that they've been using this since the Reagan administration? Since the Carter administration. I did summer stock a million years ago. The tech director, Master Carpenter, was a total gross asshole. And in summer stock, there are people who are working there. Like me, I was the electrician. He was the master carpenter. And we have a bunch of interns, unpaid help, mostly college students, a lot of cute theater girls who want to be in the theater, but they're working in the shop, they're building sets, they're running lights, doing things like that. And this guy is gross. Everything that anybody said, and you're in a room full of tools, let's not No matter what it was, it was like, I like carrots and peas for dinner. That's what she said. Yeah. What should I do with this screwdriver? That's what she said. You know, Uh, should I hammer this? That's what she said. And this guy, 1977, to the point where the girls got together, the young women got together, they bought a t-shirt, it said TWSS. Yes. All right. People might blow my mind. I just, I, I didn't think that was original. I just was like, all right. Well, here's, here's the other thing, Alan. You didn't invent sex. It was happening before you. It's happening after me, too. Well, yeah. <laughs> not so much for you now, but, you know, that, that gets better, too. And your kid gets older. He'll sleep through the night again. So you're all caught up on the episodes. So we kind of invented a new segment last week. We're calling hip hip hop hip hop anonymous basically something that happened in my doctor life where this one's not even that bad oh yeah hip anonymous okay. i love it this tickled me and it's kind of stupid is i had a patient this past weekend i went to her home she had a left knee replacement she was in a bad place a lot of pain and all i'm saying to her is bend your knee bend your knee and she's just like oh oh, oh. she goes oh fuck and i turn and you know and my joke back in the day when i worked in a jewish neighborhood i said we have an oive jar which i would have made a <laughs> lot of money from that and then she swears and i turned to her and i go oh should i put a quarter in the swear jar for you and she turns to me dead in the eyes and with pain she goes the fucks are free in this house i was like oh, i've known this lady for 15 minutes i was like that i said can i use that she's like yeah all the fucks are free you must have heard the song i've no more fucks to give yes yes, yes. I I just one. that's her theme it, music just it was walk, really funny i'm never seeing her again it was just it was just an evaluation and i'm never seeing her but just like fuck. yeah i and can't imagine more why. than once then she would say something like she would curse again and i was like there she goes fucks are free it was it worked for me that's a good phrase hey the fucks are free around here yes fucks are free um, around here Absolutely. It was good. Yes. P should do of the week. P should do of the week. I have nine candidates for you. Let's blow through these. I got to write these down. Okay. I'll go. I'll give you a recap at the end, my friend. I'm older than Zach. I'm not going to remember. Go ahead. Candidate number one. Heard in a great interview with Tyreek Hill, wide receiver for the Dolphins. He was with the Chiefs. Fantastic player. Uh, One of the best wide receivers right now in the game. Who said, and I quote, the night before a game, he goes on to Madden and plays with the other team so he can scout the player levels of how fast they are, their awareness, and how they play. And you're thinking to yourself like, that is ridiculous, but he's going, well, first off, he's fantastic. going to make the Hall of Fame. Yeah. One, he has a scouting division that he can just say like, tell me everything you know about them. But the fact that he does this and he gets his information from Madden, I don't know what to make of this. I would say that he's going to be getting an endorsement deal. He wants to be on the cover next year. Mm, still a Madden curse. I don't know about that. True. Second candidate, I think you'll like this one. Some country singer, singer lady, I don't know. She wrote a song, I think that she just released, about a boyfriend friend from Boston who broke up with 
her. So what she did was to get some popularity, and we're talking about it, but I'm not going to give her a shout out on her name. She bought a billboard in Boston that said, I hate Boston. Well, there's a lot of people who hate Boston. I mean, I think- On, you, on this she, call right now? <laughs> maybe. She should have put that up in the Bronx and everyone would have cheered. Would you yeah. rather be loved or hated? She got more press for people hating the sign and getting really upset about it. So, All right. It's still I, a douchey move. It is a little bit douchey, right? Next candidate. I meant to bring this up last week and I forgot. Do you know what Guitar Hero is? Yeah. You're also in the old camp that I am where it's cooler to play the song on a guitar than it is to play it on Guitar Hero itself. Well, yes, because you can play guitar. Yeah, pretty well, if I might say so. Yes. There's a guy who played Guitar Hero Freebird solo on three times speed perfectly. And it went viral from this guy being the best Guitar Hero guy. And I just thought to myself, dude, you need a life. Yeah. Freebird is one of those when you first get a guitar, you're like, and you pick it up. And it's one of those like Stairway to Heaven. You got to play it eventually. I did watch it. I don't want to say impressive. It was one of those things that I was like, I'll never be able to do that. It is a skill, but like, I don't know how many girlfriends he had. Yeah, really. Or will have. Yeah. Not great. No. You see what your boy, Zach's boy, Pete Alonzo did this past weekend? No. Playing against the Cincinnati Reds. New guy got called up. Mason Wynn. He's a thing or something. First hit. Don't know how Alonzo got the ball. Maybe he got the hit. The ball gets back to Alonzo. Kids first hit in the major. Alonzo chucks the ball 10 rows deep into the stands. Now, that's a douchey move. He felt very bad for it, and he ended up giving the guy something. I was a- Fa- This wasn't the fake shit that they do? Invariably, you see that they, they got this whole thing. It's very choreographed, where the ball is thrown into the dugout. Someone comes out, and he's got a ball in his pocket. He catches the ball, does a quick switch, and he throws a ball, and this rookie is on the first base freaking out. It wasn't the ball. It was just a you know a batting oh, practice actually, ball. I like that better. This was someone from the opposite team. I just want to know, why did Alonzo chuck the ball into the stands? Like, just roll it. It was kind of stupid for me. I'll bet. I, you got to go it back and check accident. the tape on that. If he really did that, that is really low. He did, but then he realized afterwards what he did. He didn't oh, do it man. on purpose. I followed the story. Next candidate, Little League World Series going on. I've seen all of four minutes of highlights. Some little kid, I don't blame the kid, I blame the coach, got up and did full crouching batting position and had the pitcher try to throw strikes to him. That's the game. Oh, you're that's he's baseball, a, Susan? That's what we're doing with this one? Yeah, he's a little, I'm assuming that he was a little kid and he just went really low or was like, he trying to get hit? Nuts to butts. No, he put his ass on the floor in a full squat to make a zero strike zone. Oh, no, no, that, that, no, no. If the And I'll, you know what? I'll blame the coach on that. The coach is the piece you do there. The coach made him do that probably because he knew the kid couldn't hit. I know that. I was that kid. When I got sent up to bat in Little League, the coach would call me over and he'd go, lean in, this pitcher's wild. Next the candidate. only way I was getting on base. There's a TikTok trend. I don't get this. I don't know why people are doing this. I couldn't do this in a million years where the mother or father, I think you, I've only seen mothers do it. They're sitting and they're taking some eggs and they have a young kid, young enough that they can hold their head up, which is not where my son is at. And they crack the egg on the kid's head and then put it in a thing. And it ends up, the kid is like not in pain, but in shock. Like what? Cause like cracking an egg, it's not really painful. It doesn't but hurt. It's, yeah. It doesn't hurt, but it's more like a, and then the kid ends up like kind of crying cause they don't know what happened. And you record the whole thing. It seems like borderline child abuse to me. Here I thought Pete Alonzo was going to be the P should do. If these moms are doing this. Oh, it's huge. Huge trend on TikTok. Really okay. bad. Oh. Mm. But you brought up Mao. Now, I know which side of the aisle you sit on, so I'll tread lightly here. But your boy Jabide finally made it down to Maui to yep. help with all the stuff there. Did you see he got caught falling asleep in one of the... <laughs> he was sitting there watching the... It's, it was such a bad look, which like, uh, again, and no matter who always blew, but you just see him and he's just slowly doing the like falling asleep. You're like, um, you know who the P should do is? Who is not sitting there with like a zapping every time just 
or giving him a five-hour energy before any time. But I mean, say what you want about Trump. We all know he's on drugs that keep him all fucking wired. Like, it's well known that that guy is on all the cocaine or Adderall and or speed. Everything. The fact that Biden fell asleep during this thing, I was like, oh, Joe, come on, man. Come on. Somebody wake him up. Boring is better than nuts. (laughs) I get it. It was just one of those things. I was like, I can't believe it. Again, the P should do with the AIDS. You're right. It's like, something's got to be responsible. Something. Hairpin. I don't know. AIDS and the AIDS are is always a bad thing. And moving on, next one, we have, we brought up the Liver King. I don't think you know who he is, but he's this jacked guy. He's an internet sensation. Big caveman. He eat liver, this and that. It turns out it came out he's on all the steroids. Well, he's been out of the limelight for a little bit, but he's back in with his new recipe on how to get big like him. It was a big bowl. I didn't get the animal, but it was raw testicles poured with milk over it, eating this diet. And he's sitting there, oh, you got to peel back the scrotum, anything. And it's so cringy. You're just like, dude, just let go, man. Just, just be uh, done, dude. What it's, doing? It, what, prairie oysters? Give me a break. But it was like, it just was sad. And then the last one was, I got invited to a wedding. I won't say whose, and I'm not going to be able to make it. So I thought to myself, like, well, at least let me look at the registry. The registry is just a honeymoon fund, which is basically saying, give us money. Yeah. And my friend doesn't need money. Somebody who's well-to-do enough. I was just like, mm. well, I actually was going to buy a gift if there was something like relatively inexpensive. Problem was, I invited him to my wedding and he didn't give me anything. He didn't come and didn't give me anything. So I was like, you know what? No, I'm not giving him anything. Get him a butter dish. <laughs> Tyreek Hill I hate Boston Guitar Hero guy Pete Alonzo Crouching Kid Strike Zone TikTok Egg Trend Liver King Joe Biden Fallen Asleep and The Wedding Registry All Cash Who? Pete should do of the week Front Cats Well like I said Pete was right up there until I heard about the moms with the eggs which really kids skulls scar- are it's not scarring the kids they're really okay it's just weird well, you know what no but someone's gonna play that back for the kid in like five years and it's not gonna be the parent some other kids gonna get a hold and just and the faces that they make you cried I didn't cry when I got hit with an egg I gotta go with the moms with the eggs because the testicles guy he's just an asshole bad. well that's your silver medalist well then I feel bad because I have a lot of videos of my kids shitting right now where he's just sitting on me and then just goes Ugh. Yeah, we all do. Yeah, it tickles absolutely. me every time. I got 45 minutes of my first child eating, you know, cereal. It's like, you know, I'm too bored thing. to watch it, you know. Yeah. All right, Ron Katz, you got trivia. Give me some questions. Just because I knew we'd been talking yesterday about, you know, this epic summer that I've been having. I've been all in a lot of different places. I got five questions for you about the places I've been. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, you don't know. No, we'll see. First trip was Sicily. A lot of people know Sicily has a very famous volcano. I'll give you a few choices. You tell me which one is the va- is it Vesuvius yes that's the only one I've heard of but keep going Etna Osa. wait the- oh the mount it's Mount Osa Krakatoa or Mount that's St. Helens a- five no it's supposed to be out of four oh out way. of four okay I was throwing in Mount St. Helens just to be funny because you know Mount St. Helens is in the Pacific Northwest Vesuvius Etna Osa or Krakatoa Vesuvius Etna okay so we're 0 for 1 out of the gate went out to see my brother Barry Katz out asshole. um he's out at the end of Long Island there there's a lot of towns out there with the very same names. You tell me which one is not a town. That we've all heard of East Hampton. Yes. Right? That's where Billy Joel and Jerry Seinfeld are, right? Okay. Now you tell me which of these is not a town out at the end of Long Island. East not Hampton, yes. Southampton, Northampton, sure. West Hampton, or Bridgehampton. I'm going to go with is- West, West Hampton, not a town. West Hampton, where my brother's condo is. Oh, for two. Okay. Oh, so which one's there not a town? There is no Northampton. There is no Northampton. I thought I got it right. Oh, no. Close. No. West Hampton, formerly known as Worst Hampton because it's the first Hampton you come to, but it's really very, very nice. Went up to Lake George to visit my friend Tom. Great guy. Hi, Tom. Lake George is a big lake. It's 
like 32 miles long, but it's not a great lake. Okay. I wonder if you can name oh, four yeah. out of five great I lakes. Can... Oh, no. It's Holmes. It's Huron, Ontario, Michigan, Erie, and Superior. Woo! He's yeah, got yeah. one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, it's mnemonics. <laughs> Gin and tonic <laughs> mnemonic. This is the one I got no hope for you here. I was in Great Barrington, which is where Tanglewood is. Tanglewood is a big arts festival, music, oh, yeah. dance. You've heard of it. Which orchestra takes a summer residence at Trans-Siberian. That's the only orchestra I can... <laughs> okay. Is it the New York Philharmonic? Sure. The New York Symphony Orchestra? Same people. The Boston Symphony Orchestra? Uh-uh. Or the we University of Mass Amherst Brass Band? I mean, that's where Zach went and he's never brought this up. But then you're going to get me. Let's do... Let's do all right, UMass Amherst Band. Let's no, it. it's the Boston Symphony Orchestra. <laughs> <laughs> it's Massachusetts. Okay. So we got one out of the first four. There was one other place where I was this year. Back Mexico? in January. Hey! So this was to make sure you didn't go full Allison. Full blown, never go full Which empire mm-hmm. was based in the Cancun Peninsula? Was it alphabetic order here? The Aztecs, the Incans, or the Mayans? No, I think it's oh, Chichen Itza is just down there, right? And that was the Mayans. I'll do the Mayans. Bingo! He's got Mayans, it! Yeah. Two for five! That is, wait, which was the question you thought I was definitely going to get? Oh, uh, the, the lakes? last one. Cancun. Uh, I figured. Because oh. there's all those t-shirts. The Mayan Riviera. That's what they oh, call it. That's why it's called the Maya Riviera? Yes! Get out of town! I was going to wear my Mayan Riviera t-shirt, but Better I Better than that UD shirt that you wasted money <laughs> I, on. Well, yeah, you know, it's a, I'm hoping Julie's watching. What can I tell you? Who's your daddy of the podcast? Thanks for listening to tonight's episode. <laughs> we had a lot of fun. We had the Gigolo Beach Killer on. Zach will be back next week from Across the Pond. Thank podcast. God. This was fun, dude. We got to do it again sometime. Good, Absolutely. good times. Thank you so much, Alan. I'll go back next week just kibitzing on the sidelines. Love it, baby. See you now.